Uh, but I guess I guess that's that's a podcast. Is that it? Are we are we good? We're good. I think man. so. We survived. Yeah. We survived. We survived without Ty. Yeah. <laughs> we got a little rowdy. We got a little rowdy. You know, without we Ty there. To, to, yeah. Yeah. To break it up. <laughs> yeah, to break it up. <laughs> oh, oh man. gentlemen what's up how are you doing it's me manny c i'm sitting here with buddha will and that's it it's just me and buddha today because tie fighter is is not with us it wasn't feeling well ty get well soon my friend we miss you um yeah, we man, get better our part yeah get better you freaking bum <laughs> um <laughs> we are part of the hardcore casuals a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated to bringing you the very best of games gaming and all things entertainment ladies and gentlemen welcome to the hardcore casuals lounge oh baby here we go man we took we had a a nice little respite man you know we took a week off stretched the legs well we we actually did a a special patreon only episode uh last week and it was actually a lot of fun yeah yeah buddha this was was your idea so 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 explain explain what we did what what was our thing? What did we well, do? basically, the idea was is that we didn't want to do something that was going to be what we normally do. It was going to be something a little bit more offbeat and just something, just something special for those that are part of our Patreon. So, um, me and Manny got together and we basically we each went and found uh, five oddball uh, news articles uh, over the interwebs. Um, and uh, we took turns throwing said uh, articles at each other. Um, we covered topics as uh, such as uh, what was it, Manny? The the uh, the guy that sued his uh, parents over his porn collection. That was um, that did, was like uh, that was my whopper. That was my whopper. That was the, <laughs> that was the, the yeah. The, so we man staged it. We had like craziness. little ones, and then we hit. We and then at the end, we were really trying to hit each other hard with these really bizarre. I think my whopper was the guy that uh, is going to go to prison because he uh, he had uh, I think it was like eight hundred pounds of fajita meat that he had uh, purchased and he was charging the county uh, he was using county funds to pay for said fajitas and then reselling the fajitas so he was going to jail for his uh, fajita <laughs> fajita meat bro crazy <laughs> eight hundred pounds <laughs> crazy then we had like some lighthearted stuff you know we yeah. had a we had that that great article about the kids that had the the 3d th- crosswalk that was pretty awesome um and then we had the uh the barista in uh, australia that uh basically has the the guinness world record for uh 
making 400 cups of cappuccino in one hour, which was pretty amazing. So stuff like that. So we, we, uh, we threw those at each other and, um, it, it was just a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun and hopefully, uh, it'll be something that we can continue doing and then we can get, uh, some of the other hardcore casual members in on it. And, uh, it, it's nothing very long. It's, it's very short compared to what we normally do here, but, um, something different, just something different. And, uh, you know, hopefully as things go on, you, you know, the community will start seeing different podcasts that we've been uh, tinkering and working with and testing at the moment. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was definitely a lot of fun. Um, and we're, again, we're really looking to do more, uh, like Patreon exclusives or, or supporter exclusive, uh, uh, shows. And right now we're focusing on, on audio, you know, but, but, uh, we're definitely have our eyes, on the prize, you know, so our eyes on, on different video content. That's going to be uh, the next the next big venture for the hardcore casuals, and I think that's really cool, uh, and I'm super excited for that. You know, um, I guess I guess that's a natural segue to uh, well, hey, Manny Buddha, how we like what you're doing? We'd like to see video content in the future. How can we help make that happen? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to thehardcorecasuals.com/patreon. Oh, baby, that's where uh, that's the best way to to support the team uh, and our and our efforts. If you know, helps support the the website, the which is thehardcorecasuals.com, um, the blog, and and our future uh, podcast and or video content so go ahead check it out the the hardcorecasuals.com and and uh the hardcorecasuals.com slash patreon for the patreon and the hardcorecasuals.com slash discord for our discord to hop on in say hi to the peoples join the community we'd love to have you all are welcome um and and with that said buddha what have you been playing this past week? What What is up? I mean, the past two weeks. It's been forever. Uh, yeah, the past two weeks. So, I mean, I haven't been doing as much stuff on the Xbox. Um, I have been messing around on my... Um, you know, talking about the Patreon stuff. We have a, a, a Patreon-exclusive server, uh, Casual Craft, where we play. We play. We have our own little world. And uh, I am learning the ways of the craft. I am trying to be a better Minecrafter, and um, it was a so lot of fun all when, these, you, when you playing. came in, bro. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so much. It was so funny. It was so fun. Everybody gets a good laugh at Buddha's expense. That's what. That's what happens. <laughs> Buddha's trying to learn things. It's a. Uh, it's it's great entertainment because Buddha has no idea what's going on and and uh, trying to figure those things out. And you know my my uh, you know my impressions of Minecraft was that uh, you know it's just a kid's game. A lot of kids play this game and I get in it and I'm, I'm thinking this is going to be something easy. I'm like, how hard is it? You just dig holes. Right. And it turns out it's super complicated and I don't know a darn thing about anything. And uh, so it's just, it's a big learning curve because I don't normally play games like this. This is not like, this, this is not my uh, forte, but it is, uh, other than that, it's, a little, playing, uh, it's deceptive. I think, I think it's deceptively yeah, 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 deep. I, know. I think it gets super complicated if you uh, if you allow it to, you know, depending on. Yeah. And then I, you know, I hear that we're gonna make the server on hard mode, and I'm like, I'm like, oh no, okay. <laughs> yeah, be, actually, it's it's torch, it's a ready. bug that that it's on easy right now. Like it's it's it, it, you know it's always been on hard, you know. 
but for whatever mm-hmm. reason it keeps the server keeps on resetting itself into easy mode so like this is just the beginning get you know oh gee like i haven't bro i haven't seen i haven't seen a bad mob spawn in in like a week you know like i haven't seen a zombie i haven't seen a freaking skeleton dude i haven't I have. seen no creeper I have, now that I have not seen a creeper, I've not seen a creeper, but I've have ran into my fair share of zombies because they like to pick on the weak. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and I'm, when I'm roaming the woods all by my lonesome, you know, picking flowers and things, that's what happens. Those damn things come out, try to get me. Right. And uh, when I'm digging down in the depths, you know, I'm digging around, minding my own business, you know, I. I, I, you know, I get into these caverns and I can, I can hear the moaning and I'm like, Oh, what, what, why? And then like, they literally chase me all the way out. Of, like I, that's like the one time I can find my way out of the caverns when I'm actually getting chased. Normally I just get completely lost and I, and I have to dig my way out in order to, uh, to get, reach the surface. But uh, other times I'm getting chased and I'm able to find my way out and they follow me all the way out. They, I mean, they follow me and chase me to the ends of the earth until like, uh, you know, Thankfully, I, you know, somebody told me about the whole, like, oh, if they're in daylight, they burn up. And I was like, oh, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Let me just run outside and run circles around these guys and finally they'll catch on fire. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. Minecraft. Um, yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I've, I've, I, you know, I've, I'm happy. I'm happy that you're jumping in. Uh, I've been on the Minecraft as well. Uh, and I, I really, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that, uh, that I focus on actually completing things because, because, uh, you know, for the longest time in the last server, like I started big projects and never completed it. So, uh, mm. we've reset, we reset it on the 1.14 update and I am, um, fully committed, fully committed to, to, uh, make something cool and actually complete a project on the Minecraft. Nice. What, uh, you know what? Uh, I've been diving in, no pun intended, into uh, Sea of Thieves. They had a, a new update, and they added a arena mode. So basically, it's almost like a battle royale esque um, arena where they uh, you get your your galleon, you got your crew, and um, it's a uh, it's got a set time limit. And the idea is is to have the most silver at the end of the match and the ways you get silver are basically uh finding chests and actually turning them in um taking out uh boats your uh the other players taking out uh, the other players boats um c- killing the other players um so it's a uh, it's very more uh pvp there's a lot of people that really enjoy the pvp aspect and unfortunately the people that really enjoy the pvp aspect clash with the people that do not enjoy the pvp aspect in the actual game so uh they finally made a place for all for those that are really into the pvp and enjoy that sort of thing um there's a lot of ship battles i mean there's just uh there's a lot more action going on so if that's more your flair um sea of thieves arena is uh pretty cool they've been doing a big uh special on mixer with it um i think if you watch 30 complete arena battles on mixer you actually get some uh some kind of loot pack of some kind i think it's a obsidian something something i think you get like uh, yeah a, yeah a yeah different drum skin and, and stuff like that 
Um, so it's pretty cool. And then, uh, but the biggest thing for me is, uh, you know, me and Manny had talked about it before is that, you know, in the the early stages of the game, uh, we always wanted fishing for this game. Like it seemed like a, a no brainer that you would have fishing. Uh, you have this giant, beautiful ocean that you're in. Uh, there are were fish that you would see. Uh, you've got sharks running around. You have the Megalodon running around. You know, it only seemed natural that you would have fishing, but they didn't. They didn't have any fishing. Well, they finally made it happen. So um, I really enjoy the fishing aspect of it. Um, the, the hard part is just finding the bait to go fishing. Um, but, I mean, I've fished on the back of the boat. Like, uh, like I'll set my boat on a course, you know, and just let it go. And then I'll run to the, the backside of it and actually fish right off the boat as it's rolling along. Uh, or you can go to the piers uh, where you, uh, the sea posts where you turn in the fish. Uh, and they added cooking. Cooking now is a thing. You can cook your fish. You can cook uh, whatever. Uh, they added extra uh, uh, fruits uh to eat you can eat coconuts now pomegranates mangoes um you know other than just bananas and uh you can you can cook those items you can throw it right there on the skillet in your boat and cook it up and you can burn it that's actually an achievement is you if you actually burn your food <laughs> um, but you can uh you know you can you can fry your fish and uh, when you got to pull it off of there, when it's just right, and you take it and you can uh, cash it in, it's actually worth a little bit more money. To uh, I think that's I think all of that is cool, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh it's it's really cool. They added harpoon guns to the uh, the decks of your ship. I saw that. It look, uh, that looks cool. Yeah, so it makes some very interesting things. So like, uh, we we pulled some straight uh, pirates of the caribbean moves the other day when we were in there so like our boat was moving in one direction we were kind of getting chased and we were coming around this boulder so what we ended up doing is we harpooned the boulder and it swung us back around to where we could get our cannons in line to actually shoot the opposite opposition uh and uh, it was just really cool pulling that move off like it's just really fun uh, if you see barrels, like, you know, like a lot of times you'll see barrels with supplies that are, you know, floating around in the sea instead of having to jump down, get it, you know, or, oh, uh, you know, and then come back to the boat, you can actually harpoon it and bring it, bring it to the boat. Um, little things like that. Um, I haven't, I haven't done it myself, but I, I saw parts in the trailer where somebody had harpooned a Megalodon and the Megalodon was trucking along and it was pulling the boat. So like, you know, it's like, oh, that is <laughs> cool. Neat stuff. Yeah, so little things like that um, that make it pretty neat. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and uh, you know, the uh, it, I think it's something that uh, Sea of Thieves needed. You know, because even though a lot of people enjoy the game, the grind is pretty steep. Like it's not it's not a grind that's going to be friendly. Um, there's a lot of kind of repetitive things that you have to do in order to you know excel in that in in those uh, categories. And, uh, you know, the fishing is no different. It is just like that. So it's nice that they added things like they added the tall tales. So it's that you got another almost story mode ish campaign where they send you on specific quests to, to take care of things. Uh, and it has more of a story to it. Um, the little things like that, that, um, that were really needed. Um, and I think it's just, you know, breathe new life back into the game. Obviously it's on game pass of, if you have Game Pass, um, it's definitely worth the play. Um, 
and it's, it's just a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun right now. Um, I hope they keep adding more fish, um, different kinds of fish would be really cool. Um, but yeah, yeah. A lot of fun. Uh, I, I'm, I mean, I'm right back into Sea of Thieves again. I'm, I'm having a blast with it. Word. I, I definitely, I saw you playing, uh, on, on stream just the other day. It was great to see mm-hmm, you back mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was nice. It was nice to be back, and I'm glad I chose that game to come back with. You know, I I did Magic the other night, and that was pretty low key. Um, but um, Sea of Thieves is, uh, you know, depending on how you play it, I I kind of play Sea of Thieves in a slower pace. I'm not one of those ones that goes yeah. after people or nothing like that. I I pretty much because uh, I, I I'm so used to having to play by myself in Sea of Thieves, I do things really slow. So it's just uh, you know I'm more patient with things. Uh, you know, it's just it's, it's just how. I've had to play since, um, you know, rolling in there solo, but it, you know, that was what, that was what it was like kind of for me when I played in the beta, I was like, well, I'm just all my, all, all on my lonesome. Cause at that time, not as many people were part of the beta like I was. So it was just, you know, I would roll with randoms and, and that's okay. But I'm just not, I've never been a big fan of, of jumping in with random people. It's just never been my thing. Right. I know some people like that, but it's not always my jam. I, I like to have somebody I know rolling with me, you know? But, uh, it, but yeah. it makes it it always makes those kind of games so much better man 100 percent every single time yeah yeah and you know and i think that's what like you know, i think what that's a lot of people don't understand about sea of thieves it is a game that you want to play with friends that is that is where it's golden um you know we run across games like that before with like uh, friday the 13th and uh you know stuff like apex and stuff like that when you play it with your friends um it it just always makes a game better um, and Sea of Thieves is a prime example, if not the the best example of that. Where it's not a couch co-op, but it's a game that you definitely want to play with with your with your buds. And uh, everybody's got a job on the ship, and you know uh, whether it's uh, you know I was watching uh, Stupendous and NK play, and uh, you know NK's over there. You know he he's new to Sea of Thieves, so he doesn't already know what's going on. So he's getting drunk on the ship and he's puking all over the place. You know, he's, he doesn't know what's going on. He's like, I didn't know that was going to happen. He's all twirling around because he can't walk straight. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, those are the kind of things. And you got other people that are serious that are steering the ship and taking it where it needs to go, reading the map and, and, um, you know, but that's the kind of things that make it fun. It's the, it's the stories that you, that you have afterwards that you can tell people about that make the game, you know, but word. Um, so as, as far as my games, I have been on the Minecraft as, as, uh, we talked about before. I've, I've also been getting into wildlands, bro. I know. Yeah. I heard so, I heard you were playing some Wildlands. I, I heard this. And bro, I'm having a I'm having a lot of fun with it, man. So so this is so, all right. My brother and sister have been playing the game uh for a little bit, right? For a little while. Mm-hmm. And they, uh go ahead. They they play a different style of Wildlands though. They That's exactly right. So like, they've been playing on a new mode. It's called or newer. It's called Ghost Mode. And w- what it is is it's a, it's basically a one life a permadeath kind of thing. It's permadeath. So you set up your character and as you play, you know, you do missions, you you re- you level up your own character and if you die, that's it. 
you're done. That character is done. Progression over. You have to restart. Hmm. And so that's what I've been playing. I've been playing on freaking uh, ghost mode, and uh, we I, put I it on normal I, difficulty. I, I would mind the. Uh, I don't know if I would mind the progression part. Like I don't really care to level up my guy. Any, uh, but to have to do the missions over would be the heartbreaker. Well, well, I think I think that's the thing though. Like the stakes of it it's crazy like like i do not want to restart my character you know what i'm saying i die and i i told yeah. uh i told my brother and and sister i'm like bro like this is it this is this is my one video game life you know like when i die and i'm i'm not coming back to the character you know i'm, I'm not coming uh, i, I want to i, I want to give myself the ultimate permadeath experience so i'm super freaking careful and 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 all of them uh like th there's another group of friends that that play permadeath uh or or ghost mode uh they've all they all have horror stories right <laughs> of like different different right. deaths different things that they've learned so when they run into the game it's like serious bro they're like that they, you know they're they're really trying to communicate they don't it, it like the, it's pretty easy easy if you will you know uh like like it's on normal difficulty it's not you know they they're not geniuses the ai is pretty pretty standard or whatever but it can go from silent to like crazy in 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 the blink of an eye and and you once you lose control it is really really bad to you know and, and so so they want they're doing whatever they can to stay as quiet and tactical as possible because the stakes are too are too great to mess around and i like that it, a lot actually you know, the sad thing is is i play like that already anyway because i'm at a point in the game where it's bad news when you have to go into some of these towns like it's really bad for me like these guys are killing me in like a couple shots so it's already at a point where i'm like i'm 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 getting like Cause I've been playing the story, right? And I've been trying right. to get this. Been trying to get this. I've been trying to get this game off my plate for a hot minute. And when I got the game, I didn't realize how big of a darn game this thing is. But it's a big game, and there's a lot of hours that I've soaked into this, slowly chewing on the story, and to the point where that's all I really have left. Um, I don't even need any of the skill points anymore. I've already, I've almost already maxed everything out. I maxed out everything that I wanted for sure. Everything else is just extra, so I don't even have to do those anymore. Like I go around and kick the, uh, uh, collect the uh, Kingslayer files that are around there because that is an achievement to get if you collect a uh, you know majority of those files. So I'm doing that kind of stuff um, and trying to just tie the story down because I I really just want it off my plate. <laughs> I like the game, but darn it, I'm tired of looking at this darn thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to when I can just I, when I get all the achievements that I that I can get off the standard game. I didn't get any of the DLC. I'm not even about to try. I got the standard game. Then I can just, you know, walk away and, and make room for some other games or shift, um, a shift in the backlog. Well, I mean, I, 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 I've had the game. I've only been playing the multiplayer and the multiplayer is a lot of fun. But uh, if mm -hmm. you have a group of friends that want to, to take it, you know, like, basically gaming masochists right uh that are willing to to go in with those kind of stakes uh 
it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I've, I'm really enjoying it. I like the high stakes. I like, you know, trying to trying to take it like for real, <laughs> and not and not die because nobody wants to restart their character. You know, um, having a blast. It's like Ghost you- Recon Wildlands. Uh, you know, give it a go if you can. Ghost mode, bro. Ghost mode or go like home. If I was to make a character and jump in, would that? Okay, so you'd have to start. Uh, you'd have to start a ghost mode character. So you have to start a brand new character, and then, then we we would go in and and level up and and do those things and just try not to die, basically. <laughs> So so, how many missions are you in? Like, you just jumped in on their stuff. I just or? I just started. I just started. So I'm still on the first territory. Oh, I'm man. almost done with the first with the first territory, and then and then we're gonna Ooh. we're gonna move on. Yeah, when, but, you, when you start uh, getting the left of that map is where all the bad stuff is. Like, when you see those little skulls, like the the little top of the skulls, where it tells you kind of how difficult the mission yeah. is. Yeah. See all the to the left of this map is where like all those skulls are maxed out. And you're dealing with like the real, the big, the, the big real, boys, the big bads. I can't. You know what? I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm legit excited. I want to go as I'm gonna. I'll, 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 I'm gonna keep on playing. I'm gonna play with my brother and sister. I'm, I'm. Uh, we have a, a little squad of of gaming masochists, right? So they're all <laughs> they're all in on 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 taking it serious, slow and steady kind of deal. Boot, if you want to hop on in, you are freaking welcome. Totally, totally welcome. It's a lot of fun. Might be short-lived. Might be <laughs> short time, but that's okay. That's all right. Um, I'll, 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 yeah. I'll give it a try. Then yeah. guys are on there. Word, word, word. I, 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 well, I, I mean, I'll, let me tell you. Uh, I'm already, I'm in. I, you know, so I don't want to die. You know? So we'll see. Well, I'll keep you guys posted. Um, so that I mean, that's basically that's basically that. That's basically that. And I'm doing a lot of ghost mode, of course. I've been playing Siege. I love Siege. Uh you know, but there's nothing new on the siege front. But goes regard wildlands. I'm on that and having fun. Um, yeah, I guess I guess that's that. But let's let's move on to the to the next portion of the podcast. Mm. Uh, the news. Let's let's hit that that music. You know. Oh, there yeah, it goes. It away, there guys. it goes. That one. Oh. That that music right there. That's right. <laughs> um. Okay. Ty, you're missed today. Ty normally is the one that 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 you know gently takes us by the hand and walks us through the pool of news. Uh, but Buddha and I are gonna have to to suffice. You know, what I'm saying I think we can do yeah. it. I'm pretty sure. I'm confident. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just words, right? It's can... just words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll, I'll let, yeah I'll take the first article I'll take the first article. Right, um, right. So stuff. we have uh, games that have been in, uh, inducted into the gaming hall of fame, which is really really cool. Um, so so Microsoft, Solitaire, and and three others join the World Video Game Hall of Fame. Uh, so so what 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 are the games? Uh, I'll just read the first little bit of of the article. Uh, today, the strong and uh, this is from uh, gameindustry.biz. Of course, you go to the hardcorecasuals.com uh, on and check out the podcast. 
Look at those notes and you'll be able to see all of these links. Uh, today, the Strong National Museum of Play announced that four, uh, the, the, the four 2019 inductees for its World Video Game Hall of Fame, Microsoft Solitaire, Colossal Cave, or uh, I'm sorry, Colossal Cave Adventure, <laughs> Mortal Kombat, and Super Mario Kart. So these are the four games that were inducted into the Hall of Fame. What, what are your thoughts on those games? I'm really surprised that Microsoft Solitaire hasn't already been in there. That game you know, th- th- has been I, I around. Agree. So Forever. many people have that game, whether they know it or not. They have Everybody it. has that game. <laughs> you know? Anybody that's ever had a computer has had that game. So I don't, yeah. I don't know how it's not, uh, how it's just now getting in there. They that's have to have like to Minesweep, right? The Minesweeper? That has to be in there. <laughs> It has to be like, you know, I don't really keep up with what, what goes in and out of the hall of fame. Um, but it says like, it says, this is the fifth class. Um, and the hall of fame has only this hall of fame for, uh, for video, the world video game hall of fame has only been around since 2015. So it hasn't been around that long. Uh, but you know, it's joining games. Like it says here, like world of Warcraft, Tetris, legend of Zelda, uh, Pac-Man, Pong, Final Fantasy, uh, Super Mario Brothers. So um, it I, has I mean, a finalist because so, I guess people vote on these things, right? So is that, is that how yeah. it works? I would imagine. Yeah, there. I mean, there's usually so, some type of uh, voting system. So let me read the ones that didn't make it to you, and you tell me if you think they should have. Okay. If one of these uh, other ones that made it in should have came out. So I've got uh, Candy Crush Saga. Uh-huh. Pass. Centipede. Classic Dance Dance Revolution, um, Half Life. This is where ooh. it's gonna hit you hard right here. Uh, Mist. Oh, <laughs> Mist. Mist is not on there, bro. Oh, you know what? Okay, <laughs> it didn't make it. Okay, he well, well it. what? Here's my question: What is Colossal Cave Adventure? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, it sounds I like uh, like a, a, a you know a that misadventure. I don't in, know. In the sweet loves. Yeah, yeah. I you know. <laughs> Maybe it was like uh, the start of RPGs. I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, that, that one. That we'll I know all the other games. I love Super Mario Kart, right? Mortal. Mm-hmm. I mean, Super Mario Kart. I, I think is is a wonderful game. One of the, mm-hmm. the 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 best kart racing game out there, right? Totally fun. Right. I think it. Right. It it, it it deserves a spot. Same with Mortal Kombat. You know, what I'm saying it was a game changing mm-hmm. for fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, games. I do not know Colossal Cave Adventure uh, and Microsoft Solitaire. I, I, it's not the most ex- uh, exciting game, but I, it deserves a spot. It deserves a spot. But I freaking Mist, bro, Mist. That's one of the best games of all time. Mist is going to be inducted sooner or later. It oh has yeah, to for be. sure, for sure. It has to be. I mean, that, I think that is the. Uh, the 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 OG walking simulator. I think that was the first one, first person walking simulator where you, you know, walked around this world and solved puzzles and whatnot. Um, but there was also well, initially NBA it was three D point and click, but but yeah, the, 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 I, mean, a, well, I mean, I, but I thought that was the concept though, is that you were yeah. you know you were a person looking and you had to you know point and click to go. 
Oh yeah. To point your guy. And to walk go and walk that. around. Absolutely. And solve right. puzzles. It was wonder. It was wonderful. Right. They didn't give you anything. Right. That was back. That was back when no game, like, held your hand. They just threw you in there, freaking click mm-hmm. around, mm-hmm. and then that's it. They gave you the the book. That had a whole notepad in it of empty pages because they mm-hmm. knew damn well, like the, you have to take note of things. And, and you know, I I remember there was a section uh, where uh, there's definitely missed one. It was uh, you were running in in a, in a uh, an underground subway type system where you can choose mm-hmm. your direction forward, left, and right, and you were moving blind and you had no idea what what direction you were going in. I remember taking one of those pages and mapping out the entire freaking pathway, you know, like what, what mm-hmm. was a, a viable option? What wasn't? And then I, 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 you know, I had that map in my notes and I had to go back and use it every time I, I went back in that, that little subway system, crazy stuff. Like nowadays people don't have the patience for that kind of stuff, you know? Right, the, the, you run into a hard a hard game. People write articles about about you know how every game should have an easy mode. You know what I'm saying? You know they bash it. They bash it with the reviews. They're like, this game is horrible. <laughs> Why? Because it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, but back yeah. in the day, they didn't. They did not hold your hand, and and I and think games were better for it, man. You know, like Mist was a wonderful yeah, so, game. I mean, some of them. I mean, you know, obviously, some sometimes games were because they weren't done very well, and this well, is what you had. Yeah, you're right. You know, um, but uh, you so Colossal Cave Adventure was a game. Uh, it's a text adventure game that was developed uh, 1975 to 1977. Um, so it's a, it's a so text based game. Interesting. Text based game. So this is something like this is this is a throwback to uh, you know the Commodore 64 and MS DOS. Like this right. is, this is way back there. Okay. And this is, um, this is one of those games where it was like, if you couldn't play D and D, you would play something like this. Um, I know there was a, there, there's been a few people that have tried to bring back like text adventure games. Like you can actually play from your phone. It's a text message based game. Okay. Just okay. kind of weird I, now. I played a game but, like that. Uh mm-hmm. no well okay so it it was all text Maybe. based <laughs> yeah but it wasn't like uh that you can that you couldn't really write any in anything but you definitely were selecting the right. options and it was pretty interesting uh it was designed to to go in with the watch the uh, mm-hmm. uh, what was it like the iPhone or the iOS the Apple mm-hmm. Watch and they had this this feature where uh the watch would like you can tap right so if if like you and i had the watch uh i could send you a message and it would be like tapping you and then you'd know like oh somebody wants to 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 talk to me right mm-hmm. so that game i forget the name of it but it utilized that feature so like somehow you got into text communications with this space explorer who who crash landed onto his weird planet right and 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 he is he's like oh thank god you know you're here you're the first person i talked to in forever i've been i'm i'm trapped i don't know where i am like 
And then it turned, you know, we have this conversation and then he's explaining what he's, what he's doing. And then he's always asking for help. Like, Oh, what do you, what do you think I should do? And then, uh, you tell him, you know, you say, okay, I, I, you should, maybe you should go check, check this out. Option A. It's like, okay, it looks like it's going to be a while. Um, I'm going to go and try and do this. I'll, 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 I'll keep you updated. Right. And an hour, multiple hours can go by. And then you just hear this tap uh, or you feel the tap, you know, on the watch or whatever. And I didn't have the watch. Mm-hmm. I had my phone. It was like a, an alert. And then, mm-hmm. uh, then it was like, Oh, I, you know, I, I, I did it. <laughs> right. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, this is, this is the new set of circumstances, you know? Uh, and it, it was actually really, really well done. It was very simple, text-based. Uh, I, I, I imagine it being much more engrossing with just having that little tap, you know? Right. But all in all, I really enjoyed it. I was, you know, it was a great game. I'm going to see if I can find the name of it, but it was it was definitely a, a phone game. It was like one of the few mobile games that I really enjoyed. Well, you might have to type tap into this colossal cave adventure because it is uh you know it was it's labeled as the first interactive fiction game see that's really cool that so uh, all right all right i i am not i am not familiar with colossal cave adventure however right that's like the predecessor to all rpg type games uh yeah so so the so a, a couple of before before we move on to the to the what the criteria is the uh a couple other honorable mentions that didn't make it in also was uh sid meyer's uh civilization and super Great smash game. bros melee uh yeah mm-hmm. both of those are uh, a lot of good games in there that didn't quite make it i i feel like uh uh some people would laugh at like uh candy crush saga or dance dance revolution but you have to understand what the criteria is um for these games to even be considered um, so the games are selected via a multi-stage process that begins with the publicly uh, submitted nominations that are judged by uh, by journalists, uh, gaming scholars, and uh, you know other industry and gaming culture experts. Um, and then the uh, the final inductees are then uh, chosen based on their status as icons, their longevity, geographical reach, and influence on gaming culture, entertainment, and society. Mm-hmm. So when you look at it like that, you have games that funny as uh, as the as the crush may be it's still something that took over hell yeah and people still play it to this very day um you know dance dance revolution is also another one that's uh, very revolutionary no no pun intended yeah uh, there was no games that were doing that you know half-life you know mist these Ugh. are games that definitely crack in the mold you know what i mean they're definitely cracking the yeah. mold it definitely got out there. So even though these games didn't make it, I'm pretty sure the next round it'll be hard to. Uh, uh, well, there has to be a place for Half Life. There has to be a place for Mist. There yeah. has to be a place for Sid Meier's Civilizations. Like, oh yeah, those yeah. three yeah. have to be. If there's a if there's a gaming Hall of Fame, those games have to be in there. Well, there's apparently there. Let me see here. They've got uh, they've got a website. Um, where you can uh, nominate uh, these games, um, and and, and it's it, it's real simple. You just fill out your name, uh, and you you put in the title, your email, and you basically put why does this game deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, um, and that's it. 
you answer a few little coded questions there and then submit it in and boom. Yeah. You know, you can, I, I you wanna, can submit a game if you think it deserves. I want to see what, what are the other ones that are in there, but here's, here's one that I think was fantastic. Freaking day mm. of the tentacle or, or let's go back even further. Remember freaking like uh monkey Island. I, I know we talked about that mm-hmm. a while back mm-hmm. monkey Island. Uh, and, um, What's another one? Maniac Mansion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like, I well, love those games, games, bro. If you want me to tell you, you want me to tell you, you want me to tell you some of these, some of yeah, these yeah, high yeah. points here? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so so it started in 2015, right? So the nominees for 2015 uh, that made it in, these are the inductees. Uh, you've got Doom, original Doom, Pac-Man, okay. awesome. Pong, awesome. Super okay. Mario Bros., Tetris World of Warcraft. And those are the ones that made it in 2015. 2016, you got Grand Theft Auto 3, Sonic the Hedgehog, Space Invaders, The Legend of Zelda, The Oregon Trail, oh, and The Sims. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, the those are good. Trail. Those are good. Uh, so 2015 and 2016, they had six each. So then they started cutting it down from the looks of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, for 2017, you've got uh, Donkey Kong, uh, Halo, Combat Evolved, uh, Pokemon Red and Green, and Street Fighter 2. So, so the next year, we've got uh, 20, the 2018 inductees were uh, Final Fantasy VII, which is my old-time favorite, uh, John Madden Football, Space War, and Tomb Raider. So those were the ones from last year. So this year, like I said, Colossal Cave Adventure, Microsoft Solitaire, Mortal Kombat, which, you know, uh, Obviously, I had a lot of experience with Mortal Kombat when it first came out. Like, uh, I got it. Uh, that is probably why I got a Sega Genesis over the Nintendo at the time. Um, and that was because I wanted Mortal Kombat with blood, and you could only get that on the Genesis. Um, so I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the the page, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at Colossal uh, Cave Adventures. Mm-hmm. It's freak. It was a freaking tape, bro. An audio tape. I, I guess. I, I I guess because the idea was is that the the uh, you know your computer would simulate and describe a situation, and the user would type in what to do next, and like just simple English, like you know it would it would tell you something, and then you would say yes, I want to go to this door, and then that's how the story would progress. Oh, that I mean, really. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely uh, groundbreaking, you know? So, I mean, so that's the kind of things, uh, you know, that you expect to see in the Hall of Fame. So I, I've got no problems with, now that I know what the Colossal Adventure is now, eh, right? I'm, I, I'm, I'm all for it now. I'm all, I'm all for it. Uh, they show a pretty cool little picture. Like if you, uh, look, if you scroll and look at the pictures to it, um, like the whole, like the whole book and, and everything that comes with it actually looks kind of cool. Like I would be down, like I would, I would definitely give it a uh, a try. You see it right Word. there, and it's based off of uh, a cave, a national park cave in Kentucky, apparently. Oh, okay. I guess what the the colossal cave, like the, that's what that cave is that the you and the uh, other elves are venturing into. So it's pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. Word. All right. I well, I had no idea this was a thing. Um, I think that's cool. <laughs> let's let's keep it. Keep an eye out for next year and see what's what's going on. Oh yeah. Um sure. so what about 
this next uh, story, what's what's going on with this next one? You know this one better. You, you go ahead and talk. Uh, well, basically, Ubisoft is basically saying nope, nobody's reselling these keys. Um, they've uh, they're starting to use a silent key activation. Uh, so I'll read uh, the first part of it here. Right. It says uh, Ubisoft has teamed up with a digital distribution firm Jiba, Jinba Digital to change its method of selling PC games through third-party stores like Fanatical and Games Republic. The new process is called Silent Key Activation and activates games on platforms like Steam and Uplay automatically rather than giving out codes to retailers and customers. Uh, so from now on, Ubisoft will only sell games through sites that use this uh, thing called SKA. So normally, like it says here, normally they would give retailer a massive amount of keys that would be, you know, resold and whatnot. Uh, but they're putting an end to all that. So now uh, it says here, if somebody goes on a website like Fanatical and buys a Ubisoft product, it will take them through the checkout process, then ask you to enter your Uplay account. If you don't have one, it asks you to set one up. Uh, so that way it just kind of funnels things back to Ubisoft. And then the game is then automatically activated in Uplay. Fanatical doesn't get a key and neither does the player. So the, the keys, poof, no key. Mm. No key to, so you buy it. You're not, you're not sending, you're not giving that key to anybody. You're not, you're not, you're not going, Hey, I'll sell this to you for 15 as opposed to the 30 you spent for it or whatever. Um, and they log into Uplay and they play the game and the game's there as if they bought it from Uplay themselves. So, um, by removing keys from the equation and giving publishers more control over how their games are distributed, uh, this Jimba reckons it can, it can kill off the gray market. Uh, but it's going to take some time. It says, you know, it, uh, they're quoted as saying, uh, it's uh, a bit like trying to change the rules. We need everyone to move at the same speed or move together. If I could click my fingers and magically get us to a position where this was implemented, then we wouldn't have the issue of the gray market. So what? Uh, so like so, sites like Fanatical and and uh, CD Keys, like that is the gray market. I guess so, because that's the third party, right? So that's the third party stores that are reselling, you know, these keys. Yeah, but is it a, is it a bad thing? Honestly, like if. If, if if they if they went out and they buy these keys and they can sell it to somebody else and they make a profit but you know it's still at a good value what the hell is the harm honestly and, unless the keys are being stolen which is a different thing um so basically what i was reading here is it says instead of giving a retailer a massive list of keys that could theoretically be pinched or resold no keys actually pass hands so i feel like it's just a way for publishers to gain control have things funneled back to you play um so when you do purchase these games from other, uh, other places you're you're still getting redirected to come back to you play because that's where they want you anyway not just uh at a fanatical site and then boom you're out so just more control more control in the end that's what I, what i believe it's going to be yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, they, they have they have the the right. I, I, I always, I'm always weary of of these kind of things, you know. Uh, but at the same time, like, it's 
it's difficult. It is difficult. I understand when it's intellectual property that's digital, right? And and it's very easily uh, reproduced illegally, and and just trying to get a a handle of of that. I get it. I get it. It's unfortunate, but you know, I get it. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> oh well. Um. Sounds like a bunch of trash talk to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I you know, I, I would rather, you know, I'd rather have the keys. I'd rather have not have people like steal them, you know, but that's not that's not reality, you know, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see what, what happens. Maybe maybe the, 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 the sites like CD Keys, which I like that site, you know, what I'm saying I think is, is a legit site. Uh, well, it'll just be for you know games that are you play Ubisoft games. Yeah, but with, with, with where one comes comes others. You know, what I'm saying if this finds success, yeah, others are gonna are gonna move in that in that direction. So I mean, what well, what are you gonna do? Um, I understand why they're doing it, but we'll see. Um, what what's the what's the next one? Let's move on. So we were talking about trash talk. Well, this is exactly what Microsoft is uh, updating lately for their community standards. Um, Bro, you had that beautiful the, uh, layup, that beautiful layup of a transition, and I totally missed it. I'm so I, yeah, I, totally I'm sorry, it, but that's okay. That's all right. You know, not all layups make it in. You know, that's okay. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so Microsoft basically updated a few things, and, and I guess tried to make it. Uh, I guess a clear understanding of their policies regarding, um, you know, bullying and whatnot. They, uh, I've had some experiences with their, um, I don't know, their, their, their policies on keeping the community nice and safe. So I get, I can, I can applaud what they're trying to do. Um, it does change the gaming aspect when you're playing with people and they're not being, friendly or savory they're you know they're just being really toxic and it it does change the gaming experience quite a bit and because microsoft is so focused on people playing together um you run into it you run into it quite a bit in certain games you know overwatch can get pretty toxic uh, uh rainbow six siege can be pretty toxic um you know it's just it's just part of the 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 land so i guess microsoft is trying to do their part um in trying to like keep the trash talk to a more acceptable uh acceptable terms i guess um so basically any any lighthearted banter or bragging that focuses on the game at hand and encourages healthy competition so it's not that they don't want you to talk trash but they just want you to handle it a little bit better um their definition of harassment is any negative behavior that's personalized disruptive or likely to make someone feel unwelcome or unsafe uh, qualifies as harassment um, the behavior doesn't have to be drawn out or persistent even a single a single abusive message could harm someone's experience so um, because if you don't know where to draw the line and when to back off um, you know these are the kind of things that you're gonna and I and I've gotten uh some pretty nasty messages in the past, like back when I used to play Overwatch a lot. Like if oh, you yeah. do something that somebody yeah. liked, you used to get like just these really salty, salty messages. 
even when you killed somebody, even when you were doing good, you get, you'd get like these horrible messages. So do you want me to go through the uh, acceptable trash talk? Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, see. yeah. What is acceptable <laughs> to Microsoft? So I can say to you, get destroyed. Can't believe you thought you were on my level. <laughs> or that was some serious potato aim. Get wrecked. Okay. This is how I That's trash talk, by the way. Standard. If anybody's curious as to how I trash talk people, this is exactly the tone that I use. Right. Only reason we went positive was because you spent all the game camping. Try again, kid. That's definitely right. a line that I would use. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or uh, how about this one? Cheap win. Come at me when you can actually drive without running cars off the road. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's um, and this one, uh, that sucked. Get good and then come back when your KD's over one. Okay. And he's, you I know. think Manny's used that one. Oh, yeah, totally. You know. Yeah. yeah. So obviously the ones that go too far are pretty, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of obvious. It's painfully obvious. Like anytime you use like a sexual threat, um, anytime you use any kind of profanity um, or, uh, a racial slur of any of those kinds are going to get you in trouble. I mean, that's just, that's a given, but the, the examples of what going too far looks like are get sexual threat. Can't believe you thought you were on my level. Okay. Right. And we have one. Hey, profanity. <laughs> that was some serious potato aim. Get wrecked trash. Yeah, I'm so good that, that okay. So hon <laughs> honestly, that is like the most common, uh, you know, phrase that I hear mm -hmm. more often than anything else. You know, what I'm saying, hey, the cursing yeah. you you hear, uh, potato aim, whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, even get wrecked is not is not all that bad. But like they said, get wrecked. They had they had it uh, on the first as acceptable. But then they go in and says, "Okay, you are you're trash." You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's like definitely personal. I I personally freaking hate that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I'm playing I Rainbow mean, Six Siege, bro, all the time, all the freaking time on yeah. that game. Is the first person shooters yeah. in particular, in my opinion, the worst. Mm -hmm. it's the worst of the yeah. worst. Because usually those are the most competitive. Those are the ones that people really get amped up about. Um. So like this one, it says, only reason you went positive was you spent all game camping. KYS, kid. And for those right. who don't know what KYS is, it's, it's, it's kill yourself is what that stands for. Yeah. Obviously, those sort of things, I can totally get. Totally get it. Um, I agree. You know, when you start crossing that line, you know, uh, it, it can definitely get pretty dicey. And, uh, and you don't really know, you know, you don't really know these people you don't sometimes you don't know what's going on right. in their lives you don't definitely want, want to say something that's actually going to be really hurtful uh like cheap win totally expected it from a racial slur is what right. I have for an example um or this one you suck get out of my country maybe they'll let you back in when your kd's over one so <laughs> all right so ba so basically don't be an a-hole but here's the thing here's the thing though like um i i wish i wish that it you can say that all of this is is obvious right like it should it should right. be common decency right should be 
It should be. be. But, I mean, I I don't think I, – I think that we have lost that, you know. And this is this is not a gaming thing, right? It's not – it's not uh, exclu- it's not exclusive to gaming. It's not exclusive to you know uh, you know quote unquote toxic uh, masculinity or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's just we've lost touch of common decency. I believe as a, as a freaking society. You know what I'm saying? Like we were just talking the other day. Like Buddha, uh, Buddha and I. If you don't know, we disagree all the time, all the time. All the time. You know what I'm saying? But Maybe we wrong a lot. So you know, somebody's got to stand up to him. <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing is that we we know how to disagree. We respect each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I love I love Buddha, but I you know I I disagree with him often, but. Um, but we, we've lost touch on how to do that, how to, how to, how to disagree and not be disagreeable. You know what I'm saying? Why we, right, why right. we, you know, you lose a game. Why do you have to, to get personal? Like, I don't understand why that's a, that's a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to go immediately for the, for the personal dig and the racism and the, and the, you know, whatever threat, like it should be a clear line. That's obvious. Yeah, you know, uh, I I don't know. I I, I think it's I, I I want to say it's unnecessary, but I I mean I know I know damn well like we've lost that. Like you have to you have to freaking you know dis- describe everything in painful detail because people people don't yeah. know what's acceptable or not. It's a damn shame. Yeah. I mean, it is a shame. Um, so it says here in the uh, the terms of enforcement and consequences, it says Microsoft says it will temporarily suspend people in many cases. Um, it says we know people make mistakes and we believe lapses in judgment can be significant opportunities for growth. Um, players who are found to have violated the Xbox community stands may face temporary suspension of access to features that are most closely associated with the problematic behavior. So basically... Right. You know, if you're sending messages, talking smack, that's inappropriate. They're probably going to take that away. You're not going to be able to communicate in that fashion. Uh, you might not be able to play games online for a while. You might not be able to uh, uh, use voice chat or a broadcast over Mixer, uh, those sort of things. Um, people that are repeatedly behaving badly uh, may be permanently suspended uh, with access to all game license and other content revoked forever. Now... For some people, it's been like, oh, well, you know, I can still play. Well, if you think about things, a lot of things are tied to your account as far as your gameplay and whatnot. Uh, it would really suck to lose access to all this digital gaming that's out here now um, because you're just being a huge jerk. Yeah. Well, really uh, so, okay. So, so there's, that's the, 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 the portion that I think the vast majority of people can agree with. You know what I'm saying? You don't be a freaking douche. But here's the problem. Yeah. The, the consequences of, of losing your account is getting greater and greater. All of these, you know, the, the, oh, yes. shift, the shift to digital games is all tied mm-hmm. to your account. You lose access to that account, they delete that, they can potentially delete hundreds if not thousands of dollars worth of games that you, that you purchased that you just no longer have. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that is problematic. But then these these terms are freaking broad. 
You know what I'm saying? So then they're gonna they're gonna go like you see it all the time on different platforms of YouTube and Twitter and Patreon, like people mm-hmm. that are not that in my opinion, you know, that are not uh, saying anything outside of the stated terms of services of, of a lot of these different platforms, but they are being deplatformed for having a, an opinion that might not be popular. You know, like that, that, that is the problem with these types of, of policies. You know I'm saying? Like, yeah, don't be, don't be a jerk, but then, and they do have these guidelines. It's nice that they put these guidelines out, but it's very easy for, for the platform, uh owners or whatnot right in this case microsoft to to overstep you know well yeah i I mean i see what you're i mean i get what you're saying there but at the same time i think uh they they highlighted the things that are going to be the triggers right so the sexual threat profanity racial you're right you're right um if you stay away from those and you're talking trash you're more likely not going to get into too much trouble there um it's just you know you just have to be careful on how you um you know the sexual threat like i mean i don't know i don't think i've ever been sexually threatened uh in that way uh but i think you know a lot of women on games you know i mean you know you get these young teenage boys that are a little out of control sometimes and they say some weird stuff so that could definitely get you in trouble if you if you cross those lines you know yeah, I, I, I and and I and I think it's you'd be hard pressed to find people that disagree with that. But again, my concern is is that uh, once you go in and you have these overtures, not orders, but like the 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 judgment makers of what's moral or not, what's right and what's wrong, and and that is not that's not always precise. And and I'm always yeah, maybe not. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I understand what they're doing, and and policy as it's stated is good, uh, and it's good that they have all these different examples, and they seems to be fairly straightforward and and fairly specific, and that is all good. Uh, but I would really, really hate to see like what's happening in some of these other platforms, like. Twitter and YouTube and Patreon and and so on and so forth to to happen uh, on Microsoft. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that would be yeah bad to say the least. But I mean, we aren't there yet. But I mean, I'm gonna tell you, red flags all over the place. Right. Well, I mean, you know, I I, I guess it's not so much a problem because I don't I don't send messages like that. I don't really, you know what I mean? Like, I've never. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've gotten plenty mad playing matches with other people. And there's times when I totally don't agree with what somebody's doing in the game. Uh, but never enough to make the effort to actually type out a message on Xbox. That's not the most well, easy thing. I, yeah. You know what I mean? So to be that mad to actually put the effort in to send said message to somebody, you know, uh, that's some that's some anger right there. <laughs> you You're be right. Mad. You're right got to be pretty mad um so i mean but i've never been in that spot to where i felt like i needed to send somebody a message to let them know that i felt like they sucked you know um i just never felt that you know what i mean if somebody's not good they're just not good i mean everybody starts a game not that good usually you know what i mean that's just 
it's yeah, but, a, but but here's 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 a, a flip process, side. You know? Here's the flip side, right? Uh, so, mm-hmm. if, I don't know if you've ever um, been in like in sent a random invite, right? Now I've never I never accept random invites, right? Uh, but I've mm-hmm. known several people who were foolish enough to just go ahead and and accept. And what's a mm-hmm. popular thing to do is, especially again in a game like Siege where it's squad based. They'll send you a freaking invite. You you walk in, and maybe won't even say anything, right? But since mm-hmm. you went into their party, then all of them are going to report you, and then you get a comban, even though you didn't say anything. You know what I'm saying? I've known several people where, of course, I wasn't there, and, and I'm, you have to take their word for it, but... You know, from from what I know of of these people, I I believe that nothing was actually said, because it's just not in their character that I know, you know. Right. And and these these uh, unwarranted accusations have have been bantied about, and and you know you start you start tying the potential loss of uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars worth of games, and I now I'm starting to get a little worried ab- about about loose accusations you know what i'm saying right because right. now because look look out we don't have normal discourse anymore it's everything's you're immediately the worst scum of the earth you know you disagree with with one little thing and you're immediately a racist and you're and a sexist and a homophobe and, and whatever else it is you know what i'm saying a, a, a bigoted horrible nazi there's right. no there's no freaking you know, middle ground. There's no, there's no like normal disagreement. It's just all extreme. Well, it's like I said earlier. I don't like playing with randoms, and um, this is just one more reason for me not to play with the randos. You right, man. You freaking right. Stick with my people. If I got to roll solo, I'll roll solo in the game. That's fine. See thieves, baby. Uh, a one man boat. That's okay. I'll make it happen. Uh, you know. Just not going to be messing around to the point to get caught slipping um, just to play with some random person that might have an issue with me that, uh, you know, who knows? Especially yeah. in our case, you know, it's, it's I think it's tough for us that are, you know, that are streamers. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, you ban somebody from, you know, for being a, a, a dummy in your in your chat or in your stream and then, uh, you know, mistakenly get in you know invited to something under a different name smurfing or and then mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. you know next thing you know you're you're dealing with with some nonsense for for nothing because somebody was willing to put just so much effort into just being a douche you're a shoe people put a lot of effort in, in being a douche they do you know what i'm saying they do oh my goodness so, yeah. so i don't know by uh, and large I, I, well, think, I mean we'll see how it pans out yeah, exactly. I was I was just gonna say, like by and large, I think that uh, there's nothing inherently wrong with what Microsoft's doing. I think some of the, uh, although it's kind of funny, I think uh, I appreciate them clarifying the types of what's good and what's not and whatnot. And it seems all good, but again, to me, all of this red flags. You know, <laughs> you know, because I I mm-hmm. see what's mm-hmm. happening. I see what's happening on other platforms. You know, in my in my opinion, is a freaking assault on free speech, all over the place, all over the place. So, to me, red flag. Uh, but uh, you know, we'll see. 
We'll see. What's next so, there, Buddha? What we got? What's the... Um, you know, so we're talking about this freedom of speech thing and what people do with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so apparently uh, the acquisition uh, of Rocket League... Uh, from Epic has um, caused some people to review review bomb uh, Rocket League. Well, well, first, 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 let's let's re reemphasize that that happened because uh, we didn't we missed last week a podcast and whatnot, and this happened very very recent. Epic Games mm-hmm. bought um, what is it? A Psionics, the makers yep. of Rocket League. Rocket League, like news, mm-hmm. right? And then yeah. this triggered into, and we're we're gonna have both articles. Let me just copy this one over here. Uh, but what we're talking about is the aftermath of 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 uh, the Steam review. So go go ahead, Buddha. Fin- finish up there. So um, the review bombing campaign it uh, hit the game with more than two thousand seven hundred negative reviews on Steam since May first. Uh, but in spite of that effort. The user rating, uh, review rating, including recent reviews, remains very positive because Steam has implemented, or Valve has implemented a uh, an off-topic review activity, uh, I guess, calculation. So it enables the the review to stay sound if it gets a bunch of uh, non-gameplay related reviews. So they're, they're off topic, basically. They're not actually about the game. So uh, because of that system that they implemented there, so, uh, you know, it's, it's thankfully, it's not hurt the very positive review that this game has had for a very long time. Uh, this game has always been popular, and, and I don't really know why people are angry that Epic Honestly, them under their roster. I don't, I don't understand why that would be a bad thing. But I, I think two thousand seven hundred people that don't like it for whatever reason. <laughs> I think the concern I mean, it's a is game, right. Oh, I mean, is it or not right? Play, but yeah, and no, it's it is pretty darn close though. Um. Well, actually, it wasn't free to play. To pay a little it, bit. Uh, now. Uh, it was definitely paid. Uh, it did go free for a little bit. But I think, by and large, it is, it is pay, it is a pay game. And but a lot of people got it on on the free. I know. I think it was a, a, one of the uh, the PlayStation's games with gold equivalent. I'm I'm mm-hmm. almost yeah. positive it was uh, free for for them. I I think I got it. No, I did pay for it. I did pay for it when it was brand new. Yeah, but e- but either way, either way, um, the thing is. Is that they were concerned that they were taking it away from Steam, which there was clarification that they were not removing it from from the the Steam store, right? Yeah. But I mean, honestly, the, I think most people you hear or that I hear that are talking about this, they speak from both sides of their mouth. It doesn't make sense, you know, uh, it doesn't make sense to say that, hey, Steam really needs competition, right? And then 
go out there and say, well, we hate Epic Games <laughs> because it's another browser. Well, well, what do you right. expect? Uh, if a true competition has to be an, another, another not browser, uh, a game launcher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, is it is it fun to have multiple game uh, game launchers? No, but if if Epic Games comes out as a true com- uh, competitive uh, platform to Steam, then so be it. U- ultimately, competition is good. Like, look, Steam has not made any moves aesthetically in years. It, right? It just get more and more cumbersome and cluttered, and now Epic comes along and it's streamlined or whatnot it looks really nice and all of a sudden steam is uh, creates a revamped look right and and they're moving in that direction Mm -hmm. right like these moves happen because epic games exists like competition is good now you know the uh, the whole idea of having exclusives i mean come on now like maybe maybe this because i'm I'm coming in from on the console side and I, i didn't have the the luxury of of not having to to deal with competition <laughs> you know what i'm saying multiple right. platforms or whatever but i mean the, again it's it's good there's nothing it's nothing freaking out of the ordinary of of competition there's always exclusives and i mean is it is it just me like i i don't i don't get i don't get the the complaint over epic games versus versus steam you know, I don't understand why why there's camps. I just don't I just don't get it. I think uh, the competition well, is good. Yeah, I think I think where people get angry is when things become exclusive. I think that's where the when, when something yeah, but I'm but but honestly though, like that is that's it's competition, bro. Well, it's not only competition, but you know, Steam does have a, a a system where you can keep track of your friends and talk, and and there's like you know a whole social okay. aspect. So when you go into Epic, that doesn't quite have all those things yet. It, that I that's get. That's where it's kind of like, yeah, you know what I mean. People get yeah. angry about that. That uh, I get. But like this guy right here, it says a uh, one player who nearly who's nearly spent a thousand nine hundred hours of playtime. Uh describes um, <laughs> he has multiple paragraphs describing how great the game is before giving it a negative review <laughs> and his review said you sold your honor <laughs> wow i don't know like people just get angry man for like they, they just get angry for silly reasons i mean you know in all honesty uh i think it's a good thing for the studio um to have epic backing them up Maybe that means they can come out with an even better version of Rocket League or some other game. I mean, I think it's a win-win for for but that studio. You also and they've you got know, re- they've got a relationship with Epic anyway. They've had really games that that Epic has put out, so it's not right. Like it's too far fetched. These guys have worked together in the past and had a good relationship. Uh, and Epic's to, just said, "Hey, you know what?" We're just going to pick you guys up and uh, bring you into the barn and you're going to be part of the stable. So I I, I think um, but, if you are a streamer like the Epic Games, they do have um, uh, the uh, what is it? What's the name of it? It's like a, it's essentially like a support uh, a creator type program. And I forget mm-hmm, the, yeah. the proper name for it, but you one can assume that 
with the purchase of Rocket League, if you're if you play that game as a content creator, then you can you're eligible now for that perk, and I think that's a good thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the uh, the best thing about this article is the fact that uh, the system that Valve in place to help offset the the review bombing uh, seemed to work like it worked. That is interesting. Um, yeah. Now, when uh, we talked about this before, my concern was that I don't necessarily want them to just ignore concerns of the consumer, right? Whether, whether for better or worse, you know. And it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't seem it seems like they really threaded that needle pretty well, mm-hmm. where they have the the reviews out there, right? And you can go in and look for negative reviews, which I do uh, on the regular. I, you know, and 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 I always do it with a grain of salt because you know people over exaggerate or whatever, you know. Uh but they they were able to do it where they got bombed. It it didn't change the the overall rating. They recognized that these that these scores were outside of of the purview of the game itself. And it's good. Like they, you know, they they have it. You can still read and see what's what are the concerns of the consumers, and yet uh, mm-hmm. the the scores are still acting as they should. I I commend them for that, at least so far. You know. Yeah, I mean, I I think they. I mean, I mean, we've just seen it so many times, especially lately. You know, so I think uh, anything that can help, you know offset it enough to where people can just make that distinct you know i you know before me and ty always talked about like when somebody looks at a review there's not as many people that dig deep into the reviews to to see why uh some people just kind of look at the overall value at a glance and then make their assessment there and move on um so i think a system like this helps that to where it's not hurting the overall score, but you can still go down there and look at it and be like, Oh, look at all these people saying all this stuff, but they're not saying anything about the game. And I think it's, I think that's good. I think that's, that's a good yeah, thing. So I agree. I'm glad it's working, you know, so far, so far. Yeah. Because, you know, this was not a bad game. This was a good game. It's been a good game for a long time. A lot of people have fun playing it. Uh, I've rarely ever run into anybody that's that's just like, oh, this game is horrible. They, you know, I I don't ever run into that. Like, you know, it's always been a good, wholesome, fun game to play with your friends or you know, with friends. Yeah, it's 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 good. Yeah, yeah, you know. I've also, I mean, yeah. Again, uh, so far so good. But again, is is one of those red flag things to me where I'm always watching. You know, like, oh, you're gonna. You know, are you going to uh, m- manipulate scores, or or not manipulate scores, but uh, ignore concerns of of the of the consumer user reviews? Right. You know, and it, they're not seemingly not doing that in this case, no, but they're not ignoring. But them. yeah, that's not what I do. I ignore them. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Um. Sonic the Hedgehog, man. Um, I don't know if you if you've heard more people for me to ignore. Let's <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog has had a trailer out. It had some some uh, you know uh, posters or whatnot. And the, the internet, by and large, the uh, 
the fans, uh, you know, don't seem to like it. It's been getting panned. Uh, they don't like the way Sonic the Hedgehog looks, you know. And um, the, the the outcry was so much to the point where where uh, they actually said, "Hey, we're going to change it. We're, we listen to you, you know. We we hear we hear your concerns." And they we're going to go ahead and actually change it. Here's what they actually said. I said, uh, Jeff, Jeff Fowler, um, you know, whoever he is, he's, he's involved in the actual uh, movie itself. He says, thank you for the support and the criticism. The message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design and you want changes. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be. Hashtag Sonic movie. Hashtag gotta fix fast. I think, personally, I think that's kind of cool. I think that's kind of cool. I, I think I think normally what you see is, oh, there's criticism out there? Well, you know, get out of your mom's basement, you freaking scrub. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you're just a, you're just a, a know nothing troll, right? Look at what ha- happens time and time again. Look what happened to freaking Ghostbusters, and you know, as, as as the example that's sticking out of my mind right now. You know, it's just like, oh, you have criticism, but you don't count. And then and then they, you know, Battlefield Five is another one. You don't count. We don't yeah. actually care what you say. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, well, what happened? Ghostbusters panned, right? Yeah, Battlefield Five has out out the jump fifty percent off. It's never it's never been at full price. Yeah, it has. It's all full price right now. I was gonna buy it for always you. fifty. It's always fifty percent off. No, it's not. Because <laughs> I was gonna buy it for you the other day. I was hoping it was on sale, but it was not. Let me tell you. Trust me. I look at these things. I'm a Battlefield <laughs> 5 guy. I play it all the time. It's a great game. Firestorm's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, the, I have high hopes Battlefield for Sonic. EA, uh, EA run away from these, from these people. EA <laughs> has fun, has been having lots of financial difficulties. Uh, and, and definitely mm. Battlefield 5 is one of them, is one of the issues mm. for sure. Yeah. It was a disappointment. It was a financial disappointment. I think, but I think gaming as a whole has been financially disappointing. There's not been many games out there that are, that get it right, and that's always been that way. Yeah, well, because because when the, when the the, the consumers are out there voicing their opinions and they're and they're told, "Hey, you don't matter. You're you're a no nothing bumpkin." You know what I'm saying? And then lo and behold, lo and behold, it doesn't sell well. Oh well, we didn't know. Well. We were te- we were telling you the people were telling you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, this you got the whole power of the people thing going on there. I know I've, yeah, man, absolutely. I mean, look, look. But I mean, when you know when when you have I'll fans, continue to say it. People suck, <laughs> and they prove it to me every time. Look at yeah, uh, but we'll go I'm back saying, to the story that we just covered. Look at the review bombs. All those wholesome people. Yeah, well, there are two thousand seven hundred bad reviews on a game like Rocket League. Because they because they got bought by Epic, and so now they're gonna boohoo with your tissue, and be a bunch of trolls because you got nothing better to do. And the same thing with everything that comes out. 
everything. See, but I see. I, I, I again. I'm just going to disagree because I think uh, oh, it's important. It, like, what, what other uh, outlet do you have? You know, what I'm saying. How how can you let have plenty of bad so it's how how as a consumer that that purchase a game how can you tell um, the game manufacturer or whatnot or the producer or what have you that you aren't happy you voice your opinion you go to the you go to the internet you you know you you don't you stop purchasing you cancel subscriptions that's what you do. You, that's what you do. But the problem is, is there's people that jump up and down for no other reason, just to jump up and down. And that's the problem with them. Yeah. But, but you can't say, Oh, some people go out there. Some people have stupid things to say. Therefore, nobody should say anything. That's an asinine position. But the, but that's but that's the problem with it all. It's, it's, it's the good and the bad. It's the yin and the yang. And there's no way around it. So some people are going to say, hey, you know what? I want to hear everything. And you guys, guys like me that are like, you know what? I don't care what you say. I'm going to make my own opinion for myself. And I don't care less what anybody else is saying about it. And, and that's, that's and all, that's all well and good. Every in, what do you want to do? Every individual should go out there, of course, make your own, your own mind or whatnot. They Absolutely. They should. However. That doesn't, that's not always what happens, though. People jump on the bandwagons when somebody hates something. It's more popular to be in the in the majority than in the minority. That's all. Um, so well, yeah, that's definitely true, and it's always possible. You know, uh, it's uh, every everybody gets mad very very quickly, right? But there's because people that get mad about Sonic, period. Anyway, they get they they get salty whenever every time there's a mention that Sonic has a game coming out, they get pissed off. I mean, you know, unfortunately, Sonic is just, uh, even though he's probably the second most recognizable character when it comes to video games, uh, you know, but he's had to duke it out with Mario all this time. You know, it was Nintendo versus Sega for the longest time, you know, uh, now it's, you know, PlayStation versus Xbox, I guess you could say, but it's, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't think, um, any kind of Sonic movie was going to get a fair shake. And, you know, the most apparent thing was that he didn't look like the Sonics that everyone has known to know, like from the, from the, you know, me and you talked about it, like from the game standpoint, from a 16 bit character all the way through like the cartoons and stuff that they had, you know, he's, he's obviously more human looking, uh, you know, but I mean, you know, we'll see. I mean, I don't even know if fixing the, the animation is, is, gonna do it you can fix all the animation you want if the story's trash it's trash well that is true to it that is true that's the, gonna, the movie you know, is so based. I don't, that's why i don't like feel like if if the if the movie was going to be any good anyway they wouldn't have been concerned about the animation part they would have been like okay well you know what wait till you see it give it a chance uh, you know, i don't like well, the way it looks in this trailer but once you watch it you'll you'll it, let us change your mind I don't think the story's that strong. So they're now they're in panic mode because they're like, we got this little blue furry guy running around from uh, Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey is going to probably, if this movie is any good, he's the one that's going to save it. And people are going to go see it because of Jim Carrey, not because they like Sonic in the end. I think that you are onto something. I do think... 
I do think <laughs> that this that that they might be worried that the story ultimately is a little bit weak. Just looking at the trailer, and we we talked about before, like look at right. another video game movie that is coming out uh, that has not had uh, such a critical. Uh, rev- or, uh, reception, which is uh, mm-hmm. Pikachu, right? The Pikachu movie, right. Pikachu Detective. I believe that's out now, right? It just came uh, out. It comes out this week, I, right? Is it this week? That I think it's the tenth. So okay. The day okay. Is. It's the so next week. Okay. This podcast it'll be coming out like that week. Um. But yeah. But Pikachu by and large, Detective. by and large, that's been received fairly you know positively and just looking at the trailer it looked as if it had a more engaging story uh than what i got from the sonic trailer you know it was like Mm -hmm. like okay he's running around he's gaining he's getting rings like it it it, like it didn't it just seems weird. It seems weird. It seems weak. But then, on top of that, they're talking about what, how he looks, and I think, and I've said this many times, is like the the more quote unquote humanoid something is, the more like more like a human you try to make something, the quicker we are to look at it and say like this isn't right, you know. So when you have the Sonic character who looked, uh, in my opinion, I, I, I agree. Like, I thought off the jump, he just looked weird. There's something about it. And I think it's because he just looked too human. He looked too humanoid, right? Like, the proportions were more were more like man in a costume as opposed to Sonic, right? A little, you know, a little, I don't know what the hell he's supposed to be, an alien hedgehog. That talks on whatever the hell he's supposed yeah, to do. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know exactly what he is. I don't think anybody knows. I think that's the problem. Right. Uh, yeah, and I guess in, in that sense, it's easier to say, hey, you're a couple of freaking Italian plumbers that somehow, you know, went into some fantasy world. It's easy, that's, that's somehow more tangible than, than Sonic the Hedgehog. But at the same time, Sonic is a beloved character. I mean, if you look at this article, again, I'm of the opinion that these proposed changes from the internet look better. It looks more like the video game, more like the cartoon. I think these proposed changes are are better. Like, the head in this one way too small the 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 muscles way too way too muscular it's like the the you know again looked way too too humanoid like a dude in in a suit kind of deal it's off-putting it's off-putting he's he's a he's a freaking mutated hedgehog for pete's sake give the guy some muscles he's he's a runner i mean you know what i mean he should have some muscular ass legs that's what Bro, i think i don't know man Not and this, this one picture legs that he's getting that he's rocking in the cartoon and stuff like come on Give him something. Give him some stats, man. No way, bro. I can't. It looks weird. It's off-putting. It's off-putting. It it looks. It looks. He he doesn't look weird with the long, gangly legs in the in the oversized head. Like, come on. It's not proportioned, okay, at all, right? Yeah, but complaining about him not being proportioned, but yet he's more in an exaggerated disproportion than ever before. But But that's okay. But it's it's easier. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, that's acceptable. It's easy. Yeah, of course. It's oh, all right. All right. I, I think it's easier to accept a clearly fictitious character, 
right? Then it is something that is close to being real. But that because you you like at least for me maybe maybe I'm the only one. But when I when it's close to being human, the only thing I can see is how it's not and how it how how it's you know the mistakes. You know what I'm saying the closer it is to being photorealistic, the more I can point out like where where it comes short. And I think that Sonic the original design was moving in that direction. It was a little bit too humanoid, and I think people. You know, didn't necessarily know what to think of it, right? And they said, I, "There's something about it. I can't put my finger on it, but there's something about it I don't like." You know, and it's because it's freaking weird. It's it look it's 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 it's, it's jarring. It's again jarring. It's uh, off putting to have it look more human than it should be. It, the, you, you make it look more like the cartoon you make that head a little bigger whatever it is you know get some gloves for god's sakes sonic always had gloves bro not freaking hairy claws i, I you know I, there's some things i get i i understand that but you're gonna give pikachu detective a pass look how creepy a lot of those pokemon look pikachu is the only one that looks actually like pikachu everything else looks creepy as hell well, the thing is, the the characters that are not uh, furry, they look, uh, you know, Creepy. scaly or unnecessarily uh, moist. Why are they so freaking damp? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, and I feel like that movie, like, okay, so, like, I feel like Sonic has got Jim Carrey to carry it. I feel like Pikachu Detective has Ryan Reynolds because people love Ryan Reynolds from Deadpool. And yeah, they but- want to hear his, Ryan Reynolds banter. All right, yeah, yeah. So, which is off-putting to me when I see Pikachu talking like Ron Reynolds, like it, because it's hard for me to to get his his voice away from Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I see that. I definitely see that. But Ron Reynolds, I'm sure he's gonna definitely carry it. I think he's gonna do well. But I, but but ultimately, well, we're talking about the way they look, right? So. Yeah, Pikachu yeah. looks pretty damn good in my opinion, right? And, and some and they they the internet did talk about like how how weird some of the other things looked. You know what I'm saying? Some of the other Pokemon, in particular the ones without fur, because they look unduly damp. You know, and just you know, but they talked about that. But by and large, it was it's, it was accepted because. You know, they they still look like the actual characters, ultimately, you know? And those were side characters. Pikachu, which is clearly the star of the freaking Pikachu movie, looked good. Now, when you have Sonic, that is like, there is no other fallback characters. Like, you know, yeah, yeah Jim Carrey, and he he's going to do well, I'm sure. I'm not a, the biggest fan of Jim Carrey uh, at all, but... I think he's a bit of a douche, <laughs> but but I think he's gonna do well in the movie. He's I think he's gonna douche. he's good for the role, you know. But yeah. but that but this is a, the Sonic movie, and when Sonic comes out like a freaking humanoid looking you know bodybuilder, he's like whoa whoa what's going on here? This is not this is not Sonic. I, I guess he looked like I, Sonic to me. Uh, it, it looked it, it looked it like again to me it was off-putting i think 
what they did was saying, hey, you cl- there's a clear reaction. There's a clear reaction from the fans that is resoundingly negative. They had two options. Typically, Hollywood goes out there and video game producers, all right, in entertainment, they go out and attack the fans. Here they did not do that. I think that was good, uh, you know. They... Uh, it's almost at this point, it's as odd as it may seem, it's almost unprecedented that that they didn't attack the fans. And I think I I, again, I think it. that's good, man. I think that's good. Nah, let them have it. Let them have it. We, well, let them have it and let the movie fail honest. because if if, if you know, yeah. like like let Battlefield Five, you you say you love the game, but not many did. Yeah. No, I mean, no, I, 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 I mean, but not many did. But the, it, it failed. But why? Why did they not like it? Because they didn't play it. That's why they didn't like it. Well, well, why didn't they play it? Because because the EA was straight up told them not to buy it. They said you don't matter. Yeah, because they don't buy our game. Sway, just like everybody else on every other thing. So I was ready to buy Battlefield Five. They're going to double up and say oh, your opinions yeah. don't matter. Your opinions you don't matter. Don't buy this game. What, you, you were also ready to play Hellblade, and you were also ready. To I have that. I bought that game. I bought that game. You played it, and it would have been the same thing with Battlefield Five. Come on. I didn't buy Battlefield here? Five. There, no, Hellblade already got my money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got your money. Yeah, ba- Battlefield yeah, Five did. didn't. You know why? Because they told me not to. They said straight up, you don't matter. Your opinions don't matter. Don't buy this game. Okay. And a lot of people did. And a lot of people did. That's the, the, you know, the long and short of it. And you know, it's great. And it's great because you know what? It's their loss, not mine. You didn't buy the game. It's EA's loss because they're the ones that have, they're canceling their freaking... uh, why would EA I be worried about is struggling. I'm worried about myself and where I spend my money and what I spend <laughs> on. Not whether or not EA is successful or whether they're not successful. I could care less. I just uh, want to play a good game. The, right? The, At the end of the day, why did you buy Hellblade? Why did you buy Hellblade? Because it looked like a good game. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You haven't played it yet, so you can't really say whether or not you think it's a good game or not. You bought it off an assumption. Same thing yeah. with Battlefield. People didn't buy it because of an assumption. The same reason why you bought Hillplate is the same people that didn't buy Battlefield. Right. Five. And when and when you go out there, when you go out there and, and reinforce it, I mean, I, it wasn't an assumption that EA executives themselves went out there and belittled the fan base and told them not to buy it. They said, oh, you don't like it? Fine. You don't matter. Yeah. You're the problem. Yeah, if you don't like it, don't buy it. I and that, and here's the thing: like, they did. Shouldn't. If you don't like Whoppers, then by God, don't buy the Whopper. If you don't like a freaking, uh, if you don't like McDonald's, then don't go to eat at McDonald's. But Absolutely, if you do like McDonald's, but you you don't you, don't you don't you don't hear the people that make these products essentially dare the, the their fans that you know just stop stop being a customer. Please stop being a customer. We don't. We no longer want your money. You don't hear this, but mm. EA did. Well, they said it, and well, you know what? Unfortunately, should, Battlefield Five should stand failed. up and say something because uh, somebody has to stand up to these trolls. Somebody has. <laughs> so, to. oh, but this, then you go with this. It's a, it's a, fa- it's a fallacy. You go out there and say, hey, 
some people are trolls, therefore nobody's opinion matters. That doesn't, that, that's not well, a real, a valid argument. I, it might not be, but it goes the same way. It's a two-way street. It's the same thing with the review bombing. You can't, you can't complain about Cuphead because it's too hard. And me accept that as a review. Well, that, yeah, I, I, that I agree with. And I'm saying but there's people that review bombed it because they said it was too hard. And that's stupid. <sighs> review. Right? Nobody review. So why bombed. am I going to say, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not going to Nobody review bombed. Nobody review bombed Cuphead. Yeah, they did. A review. Yeah, they did. So, so we have to, what is a review bomb? A review bomb is, is, is people coming out in mass Mm-hmm. To to negative you know generally negatively affect that did not happen mm-hmm. in, with Cuphead. Yeah, it did. I even did a stream about it. I sat there and streamed for an hour and read bad reviews yes. for Cuphead because I thought it was hilarious. There were reviews, people- and some of the negative reviews were based on its difficulty. However, the All reviews, the by reviews and large, were based on its difficulty. Yeah, but the reviews, the reviews. Where, where where's the Every rating now? Review. Oh, I, where, I don't know. I haven't looked at the Cuphead review in a hot minute. I'm sure it's changed drastically now because everybody's hip to the game. People that are buying that game now know that it's a difficult game. Yeah, they know see, it is. but that's but that's, the ones that's that bought it thing. initially, they didn't know that. They bought that game on the assumption that it was going to be some cutesy platformer game and found out right. real hard and quick that that's not it. But it was so it was good. Do? People liked the game. Review. They gave it one star for being too hard. Over and over. Okay. But ultimately, it was a it was a resounding success, and people loved the game. It wasn't review bombed. It was people bought the game and were like, "Yo, this junk is hard." <laughs> right, Whatever you think, brother. Whatever you think. Okay, Rocket well, League's not a bad game either, but they try to make that one seem bad. Yeah, but see, there, there, there's, a, there's a difference though. The difference is, yeah, you had this game that is, that is, you know, whatever, whatever the rating is, is resounding success of a game, Rocket League, and then a decision that they don't like comes down, and then you have a bunch of people come in and specifically try to try to to quote unquote bomb the rating that did not happen with cuphead you had you did have some negative reviews out in in the very beginning you know i'm saying but even in the very beginning it was not it was not like oh this is a one-star game they had some reviews that were one star but it was never a one-star game it never struggled through through the you know low low rankings to to get where it is. It was ultimately, you know, uh, uh, cheered. You know and I'm saying, like, I'm just looking at quick quick Google four four out of five uh, from Common Sense Media, 86 percent Metacritic, eight point eight uh, IGN, ninety seven percent like this video game on Google. That doesn't. That's not a game that struggles through from the beginning. That's a game that's ultimately widely, you know, accepted. Sure, there's people that negative that said, hey, this is too tough. And they rated it poorly on that alone. But that that's not a review bomb. You know what I'm saying? And it's an opinion. No, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> I know that's how you feel about it. But okay. 
I guess for you, a review bomb has to have like a significant size to it. I think, I think if you get enough reviews to say that it was, say it's something that it's not, if you get enough of reviews, I feel like that's. Yeah. So, so, so every, if you can have a one person review bomb, you can have a one person review bomb. That doesn't make any sense. But it doesn't, it wasn't just one person. That was that's the thing. So is so so what what what? So 100, 97 percent of ninety seven percent of the people like hard. a game. Hold on, hold on. Ninety seven. Just looking at this Google thing. Ninety seven percent of people like mm-hmm. it. That means three percent didn't. And for whatever reason, is that a bomb? No. It means three percent of people but didn't like the game. For, uh, like look look how much time. Okay, okay. I tell you what. Visit this. How long is uh? Uh, Cuphead been out now. How long has it been out now? A year? Um, I don't know. What year and a half? We'll we'll, we'll call it a year, year and a half. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll check on these other games in a year and a half. Okay. Okay. I I don't. I don't see. I don't see where that where that makes a difference. There's there's a difference. There's a misunder not a misunderstanding. I have a different idea of what review bomb actually means. I don't think right. a 1% of people dislike a game and that constitutes a quote unquote review bomb. I, I don't, I think that's just a 1% of people not liking the game for whatever reason. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like then you no, can't, no. Uh, you, that mean that means anybody that's negative is quote unquote bombing. That's well. That's if you get enough people to, to negative review of that. Like when I did that, when I did that stream with all the negative reviews, that was back when it came out. Yeah, I understood, but was it was it never a hard time because it was too hard. It wasn't everybody was giving it a hard time. There was a percentage of people that didn't like it, but by and large, mm-hmm. it was it was resounded as uh, you know it was accepted as uh, as a gr- as a good large. game okay. from the jump. All right. No, no, it, it was a beloved game in the style and the music if you go out and look at the original ratings yeah they were all they were by and large positive where were all those positive reviews then back when i was where were they all at manny pray tell me you go in and look at a couple there's 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 statistical proof that the game itself percentage wise was widely appreciated but there doesn't mean to say that there's a percentage of people that didn't like the game just because you go in and read a handful of negative reviews doesn't mean that 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 is a review bomb it just means that that's a small percentage of people that didn't like the game it's not okay, like so what, what 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 would you consider the review or a big enough percentage 2,700 votes out of a, a million? What, what is what is it? Oh, so a review bomb ultimately is some type of anomaly, right? So in the all in right. the case of Rocket League, all in the sudden, case of Rocket League, right? all of the sudden mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. a, a, a spike of negative reviews that like that are based off of some uh, some outside source, right? So this right there that is a review bomb. You have uh, several so you thousand people go in. They're unhappy with a, a business decision. Out. So you you don't consider people giving negative reviews in the beginning because it's such a small percentage at that point as being a review bomb, then basically, right? 
I mean, I mean that's just not people's opinions. Okay. They said, "Hey, man, this this game is kind of tough. I wasn't expecting it, man." And yeah, you know what? I we read those reviews. I remember we read some of those reviews, and that was one of the the concerns people were talking about it. Oh man, this game is really tough. You know, and some people said, "Oh man, it, it was Blue too star. tough." But that I don't think that's a review bomb. I think there were some people that were like, "Oh, they weren't expecting it. They didn't like it." Mm-hmm. So be okay. it. It's a, I think there's yeah. there's a difference. You can have an opinion. Okay. You can you you know just okay. because it's oh, negative doesn't mine. mean it's a bomb. I got mine. Quote, I'll keep it in my pocket. <laughs> ah, moving on. What what do we have? As far as the deals, you know, I'm saying Game Pass and PlayStation Plus, what do we got? Well, I didn't get too far into like the deals and sales, Manny, but the thing is, is Game Pass is on and popping. You don't need deals if you got Game Pass. That is the deal. <laughs> we just got Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, just dropped into Game Pass. That's a big deal. That's been a big game. It's very, very highly uh, reviewed and uh, beloved uh, as being a great game so i'm really happy to get a chance to play that uh also wargrove another game that a lot of people that i've seen playing that game i don't i haven't played it myself i think it's like a turn-based strategy kind of game uh but both of those games are in game pass right now as we speak um on the seventh we have descenders coming in which is a downhill um uh, mountain bike game which i have i've i bought it when it was in game preview um so that it's that's a real fun game uh black desert uh, a lot of us had talked about wanting to play Black Desert. Well, guess what? Now you can. On the ninth, it is part of Game Pass. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Black Desert. Black <laughs> Desert. Black Desert. Yeah, Black the Black Desert. Yes. And coming wait, to Game Pass on the ninth. That's actually that's that's pretty that's pretty big. I think it is it is big all these are big surviving mars that game just came out not too long ago and uh you know you're right kind of a mixed reviews on that game but it that was still a game that just came out not too long ago that was like 50 60 bucks you've got and that comes out on the nice tacoma which that one was an xbox exclusive game so i'm really surprised it took this long for it to finally come over uh but that'll be available on the ninth uh another game called for the king comes out on the 10th which i'm not really familiar with but Come the 10th, I can become real familiar with it because <laughs> I have Game Pass. The, um, uh, if you like the Lego games, which I'm a big fan of Lego games, Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham comes out on the 16th. And a game that we've seen quite a, uh, quite a bit uh, jumping in and out of sales and uh, even on the PlayStation uh, as one of their free games is uh, The Surge is um, coming to Game Pass on the 16th as well with the Batman uh, Lego. So exciting times if you're part, if you got the game pass, like I, you know, we, I know we'd beat it to death every time, every podcast, but uh, they really make it hard not to talk about. I think maybe uh, we listen to our podcast yeah. and say, you know there's what, always, let's give those guys something to talk about this week. Right. There's always, a, there's always a heater, man. There's always something yeah. kind of cool or, or, or a surprise out of left field or, or like relatively new game that, that drops, you yeah. know, um yeah, out of this yeah. out of this bunch surviving mars looked like something that that is pretty uh cool or i was like interested in but wolfenstein bro oh baby mm-hmm. 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 i'm now i'm regretting not buying the uh the prior ones because those were on sale and i was like you know what i'm just gonna wait i'll just wait you know because then i'll play those i'll buy those play those and then i'll get wolfenstein too and now now i've got it now so i'm like now i'm pressured again backlog right right, right right 
I have, bro, I have both. So oh, I thought that's what the next g- big game you were going to get into. Like you said, you once you got done with Doom, I, you were going to get into Wolfenstein. Um, I did, and then I I started. Uh, then, I, I always got sidetracked, bro. I always got sidetracked. Yeah. And you started playing Dishonored. Dishonored. Then, yeah. yeah, I did yeah. it because, but uh, like Brit bought me the game, bro. I had, you know, I had I had responsibilities, not responsibilities. What's the word? Uh, <laughs> obligations obligations that's the word i was looking for i have freaking obligations yeah (laughs) nothing wrong with that uh so that's game pass so a lot of good things happen in game pass for the month of may uh also for the month of may we've got our games with gold uh marooners is is a game if you like couch co-ops um where you play like uh miscellaneous mini games as different little characters and whatnot uh marooners is going to be your game uh, along with a game that I'm not very familiar with, it's called Earth Defense Force Insect Armageddon. Never played that, but apparently that was the the 360 hit. So, Yo, um, uh, but those are games with gold. Uh, for Xbox. Our PlayStation Plus games are going to be a game that Manny's talked about, but oh uh, yeah, chance to play it. What, is, what, what remains of Edith Finch? Oh baby, and Overcooked, which uh, a lot of us have played. That's a great game. And had a great time. It's another Hell good yeah. uh, couch co-op game. Um. Uh, Oh, wait a minute. What's There's this? It's going to be Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge, and uh, Trials Evolution is what I was just compatible games are going to be. I was just reading ahead of you. I was like, oh my goodness, Ninja Gaiden 3 is coming back. Oh, baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, Trials. Compatibility. That's a solid one. Tri- the Trials games are cool. Yeah, yeah. Those are a good time. Those are good time. The, um, um, what you call it, for Epic, I think it's uh, World of Goo. I think that's what the name of the game is. I already, I already got it but it was world world of goo. world of goo for epic yeah i think that's uh, what it, i think that's what it was that was of one of the early like i don't have many mobile games but that is one of them and it was a really i thought it was perfect for mobile you know what i'm saying it'll be it'll be cool to pick up it was an interesting physics uh puzzle type game but i i enjoyed it it's a, it's a fun game and for free you know hey shoo um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, so about, about earth defense force insect Armageddon, that's a game that mm-hmm. I saw Silverian play several times and it looked, oh. it looks pretty interesting. Uh, he, but okay. he swears by the game. He really likes that game. Awesome. You know, either way, you know, Hey, it's, it's, uh, it's coming down the pike with games with gold. So that's cool. Nothing Is really that... new coming out as far as games coming out right now. I mean, we just got hit with Mortal Kombat 11. If you hadn't had a chance to see that, it's pretty brutal. If you like that sort of thing, oh. I really wish I was better at fighting games because I would be all over it. But You know what? Me too. Now, instead, I've been playing Mortal Kombat X on Game Pass, right? And it's freaking good. I, it's been forever since I've played through the campaign, quote-unquote, the story mode of... Uh, of a fighting game, they've come a long way, bro. You know, like I've I've seen I've seen yeah. them with like uh, the DC. What is it? Uh, Injustice. Like that was really that's really cool. Uh, like they have these. There's now like all these like cinematic stories that with the fighting, and it's really cool. Actually, I, I enjoy it. It's way better than it used to be. <laughs> well, I haven't had a chance to play it, so now maybe I get a chance. Word. I we should fight each other, bro. Let's get in. Let's get in on some okay. some freaking right. okay. Mortal Kombat X. With no I tears, no tears when I when I win though. 
Uh, yeah, I, I won't be able to. I won't be able. Uh, I won't be able to send you uh, harassing messages. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to harass you. So, the, yeah, um, yeah, that's right. You got to yeah. be on your best behavior. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to be. I'm a horrible. I'm horrible at the X. I I, I used to be okay with uh, Injustice Two and uh, and X, but uh, yeah, it's not. I'm more. Give me Street Fighter. Give me um, Capcom versus Marvel. That's more my. You're good at Capcom my, versus yeah. Marvel. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. I I could not handle that game. It is too fast, bro. <laughs> oh my god. It's just too much. Uh, but I guess I guess that's that's a podcast. Is that it? Are we are we good? We're I good. Think man. So. We survived. Yeah. We survived. We survived without tie. Yeah. <laughs> We got a little rowdy. We got a little rowdy, you know, without Ty there. To, to, yeah. Yeah. To break it up. Yeah, to break it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Uh, th- thank you so much, uh, Buddha, for, for uh, as per usual, you know what I'm saying? I love I love uh, doing these podcasts with you. Ty, uh, I wish you a speedy recovery. Come back to us, Ty. We miss you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for stopping in and hanging out, giving us a, a listen. Uh, if you uh, you can go ahead and check us out on thehardcorecasuals.com. That is the hardcorecasuals.com. Uh, you can you can see the uh, the podcast there. Go ahead, check out our notes. Leave a comment. We we I think there's plenty to talk about. Uh, plenty of, of things we'd love to hear from you, your opinions, your thoughts. How can we improve things you want us to talk about? Let us know. Uh, we are here to please. So, uh, so yeah, so yeah, that's it. And I guess on that note, ladies and gentlemen, see ya. Excelsior, you mose. <laughs>